Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, guys, the Utah Jazz get a nice win against the New Orleans Pelicans in preseason. What a difference having your starters makes. Let's talk about it. It's the Hoops Nerd Show. All right, guys, that was a nice win for the Utah Jazz, who actually played their best play- best players. And surprise, surprise, they were a lot better because of it. With Having Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley on the floor, for some reason, it makes your team a lot better. And we saw that tonight. The Jazz are definitely ready for, for the regular season. But let's talk about the New Orleans Pelicans a little bit. Uh, Zion Williamson, who is supposedly going to be ready by the regular season, had off-season surgery on, I think it was his foot. Um, could be completely wrong, but I believe it was something on his foot, and it and he'll be ready uh, by the regular season. Brandon Egram also did not play. I believe he played one preseason game already, so it was disappointing not to see him in the game tonight. But the New Orleans Pelicans, without their two best players, obviously aren't going to be as good when they're playing against the number one seed in the Western Conference last year. There are some nice pieces on that team that, I think are interesting. Um, let's see. Nikhil Alexander-Walker I thought was pretty good. And Josh Hart is uh, a nice player that I think a lot of people uh, wouldn't mind having on their team. He's a guy that can hit threes and and just plays just a nice basketball player, honestly. Uh, but honestly, without without Zion, without, uh, without Brandon Ingram, there's not a lot for them to really – to for them to really shine. Uh, let's see. Uh, they did have – let's see – Trey Murphy, and I believe he's the new rookie for their team, and he's that was a nice pickup for them. I like Trey Murphy, so uh, I, you know, I'm honestly I kind of want to watch this game again because I just want to see what his impact was, but it obviously wasn't enough to really do a lot uh, in this game. Um, but Trey Murphy tonight, four for ten from the field, two for six from three. He had twelve points, uh, four assists, four rebounds. You know what? That's pretty decent in preseason against a really really good Jazz team. That's pretty nice. That's the guy that I'm going to watch for the, the Pelicans because I liked him in the draft a lot. Uh, Sadoransky was a nice pickup for them as well. Uh, he's one of those guys that I think is probably a little underrated, probably a, at you know in his best role is a nice backup point guard. Uh, who's He's got actually pretty good size, and he's a pretty decent defender, and he shoots it well. So makes for a nice NBA player, right? Uh, outside of that, not a lot of else to really talk about with them. Um, we, we got to see Jonas Valanciunas in a Pelicans uniform. And he looked like Jonas Valanciunas. Valanciunas is just hates Rudy Gobert. I think he really just does not like playing against him. Rudy's kind of figured him out, especially in that last Grizzlies series. Uh, you know, Valanciunas can't do much against Rudy Gobert, and it's just kind of the case. Uh, so let's see. Let's talk a minute about Manscaped.com before we talk about the Jazz. Uh, pull up the ad. Do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween? It's shaving your balls with anything other than Manscaped. When it comes to the -the below-the-waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Go from a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar. That's a promise. An actual promise. 
and join the 2 million men worldwide by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code hoopsnerd20. That's hoopsnerd20, guys. Go get it. It's the it's the lawnmower. It's great. I personally really enjoy it. It's nice. And then there's cologne and other things. They have the they have the weed whacker nose trimmer. I use this almost as much as anything, and it's really nice for for guys like me who grow hair uh, everywhere but on top of their head. Uh, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code HoopsNerd20, HoopsNerd20 at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code HoopsNerd20 at Manscaped.com. Say trick or treat to your beautiful new Hall- your beautiful new Halloweeny with Manscaped.com. That's that's what we're bringing tonight is the Halloweeny. Uh, you know what else was brought tonight was a Utah Jazz victory. Uh, the Jazz looked absolutely dominant. Uh, you know, there's not a lot really to say. Obviously, it's preseason, but the Jazz played their starters, and it looked like they played their uh, their in-season rotation, what we're going to see, which was the same starters as last year. And then we saw Hassan Whiteside come off the bench, as well as Joe Ingles, Jordan Clarkson, uh, some Eric Paschal, and uh, Jared Butler, the, the new love of my life, uh, was out with non-COVID illness, which was a little... Makes me want to put on the tinfoil hat a little bit. The paranoia is strong. Uh, but uh, Trent Forrest played tonight. Uh, honestly, let's just hope Tra- Trent Forrest is okay because he fell and he hit his head pretty darn hard on the ground. And that's awesome, awful. So, you know, you just hope that he's okay. That the, you know, it sounds like concussion-like symptoms. Let's just hope uh, Trent Forrest is okay because concussions are no joke. And you don't want to mess around with that. And hopefully he's okay and it's not that bad. You never know the concussion. It can be, it can be terrible and it can be not too big a deal. So let's hope it's not too bad and he's okay that it wasn't uh, over the top. Uh, but anyways, just some notes on the Jazz. Rudy Gobert, if you didn't already know, is incredibly dominant. Uh, obviously, the Pelicans were without their two best players, so grain of salt with all of this. But Rudy Gobert was uh, shot 87% from the field. He had 19 points, 19 rebounds, two blocks. He had uh, two or three real. He had two assists, but he had like three passes that were incredible. Uh, he had some below the basket passes. One to Royce O'Neal, one to Bogdanovich that ended up in layups. He had a pat. He had a pass where he was rolling to the rim, and he's been doing this. He did a lot last year, and so it's nice to see it again this year. But where he rolls to the rim and then he passes it out to a three-point shooter, he did that to uh, I believe it was Joe Ingles in the corner, and just an impressive thing to see. He's just awesome, and he's getting better. We talked about it in one of my earlier vid- videos. You can watch about it. The three-point shooting. I'd like to see Rudy Gobert shoot the ball a little bit, just to spread this floor. And just provide another little wrinkle to this Jazz offense because the Jazz offense kind of, in my opinion, needs it when they're facing some of the best teams in the league. Not like the Pelicans in preseason, but when you're playing against some of the best teams in the league, it's nice to have a few extra wrinkles, a few cards up your sleeve. Because if the other team eventually figures out everything you do and you don't really have any more counters... You're, you're stuck, and that's how you get swept out of the playoffs like the Jazz have done the last two years. Obviously, the Jazz defense is a big part of, of what needs to improve, and the Jazz this offseason really didn't do a ton to improve their defense. They did get Rudy Gay, who's a nice defensive player, but he's coming off the bench. We've talked about that. Uh, and, you know, as far as defense, that's, I guess, about it. Although we're seeing some things with Eric Pascal that are nice, and Pascal looks like he could play – theoretically really nice defense for them uh if they had some sort of switching lineup on the floor i really want to see a defensive lineup with like eric pascal rudy gay royce o'neill mia and like donovan mitchell 
and that's just a defensive lineup, you know, just a team. It's like in the NFL when you're up big and you just want to run the clock out and run the ball and you don't care if you go down on downs, something like that, where literally like they just defend their hearts out, switch everything, make it difficult to score. And then it's Donovan Mitchell's time on the other end with switching and, and a spread floor. Something like that would be awesome to me. And I would like to see that. Uh, but we won't really see it until Rudy Gay comes back. Uh, speaking of Donovan Mitchell, he has added new moves to his game. Some of this like footwork from him is incredible. And he just, every single year, Donovan Mitchell gets better tonight. The shot wasn't falling quite as much as he would have liked. He was just seven for 18 from the field, two for eight from three with 18 points, but he was a plus 25 and he did have five assists. But the thing that was really exciting tonight about Mitchell, the offense hasn't really come around yet for him in the preseason. He struggled last game as well, but uh, or the game before last. The nice thing and the thing to get excited about is the defense. Tonight, Donovan Mitchell had four steals and three blocks. Is that something that we're going to see this year? If Donovan Mitchell can do that, it give, it raises the Jazz ceiling. And honestly, if the Utah Jazz want to win a title this year, they need Donovan Mitchell's defense to get to another level. They just do. You know, it's just, I mean, the Jazz did not make any sort of big trade. The main rotation is not all that different. I mean, Hassan Whiteside's replacing Derek Favors. It's probably sixes. And, you know, Rudy Gay is a nice improvement on George Niang. But what is that, 15 minutes a night at the backup power forward? And that's probably all you can expect because Rudy Gay's like 36. Sevi uh, Klingbeal. Hassan has really got to figure out the jazz system. I agree, Sevi. And by the way, thank you so much, Sevi, for the 199. I really appreciate it. But yes, you're right. Uh, Hassan Whiteside was rough tonight. The Jazz won by 31, and Hassan Whiteside was a minus two for the game. So he needs to kind of figure things out. Or he might be watching a lot of Eric Pascal and Rudy Gay playing backup center. You know? And the Jazz mate took a flyer on Hassan Whiteside, and, you know, if it doesn't work out, it's not a big deal. He makes like a million, it's like a minimum contract. So Utah could make some sort of trade for another backup center, uh, preferably one that can roll. I've always loved um, Robin Lopez. He's like a guy I would go after if I'm the Jazz at trade deadline. I think he's a guy that could really shore things up for Utah, uh, get you some buckets inside. He had some nice playoff moments last year. But thank you, Sevi. I appreciate it. 199 Thank you, sir. Uh, but anyways, uh, Eric Paschal, actually, by the way, uh, Elliot Mass. Matson, all I think Eric Pascal looked amazing. I actually agree. They brought him in, and Pascal was a plus 17. And he was playing a lot of center minutes tonight. He played off of Rudy Gobert, so that helps. Rudy Gobert was a plus 37 tonight. Rudy Gobert is ridiculously good. Uh, Mike Conley was a plus 35. Mike Conley, by the way, a quiet 15 points, five assists, and was fantastic uh, playing with Rudy Gobert. That is a dominant duo that you know, dominates against starting units and also against second units. Mike Conley, when he's healthy, makes the Jazz a contender. He just does. The Jazz are a contender. Without him, they are not. And we saw that in the playoffs last year. Uh, and I can't remember what I was talking about, but Donovan Mitchell, the defense. Oh, that's right. The defense. If Donovan Mitchell can raise that defensive level, it raises the ceiling for Utah. And if the Jazz want to win a title this year, they need it. They have to have better perimeter defense. You can't expect Rudy Gobert to do everything. And we learned last year in the playoffs against the Clippers that when your entire defense is just relying on Rudy Gobert, you know, it, it works for the regular season. And that's why he's the defensive player of the year because he is a defense unto himself. He's incredible. But when other teams are pulling Rudy Gobert out of the paint and he has to play isolation, by the way, Rudy Gobert is one of the best isolation defenders in the NBA as well. Other, the other four players on the team have to do their part. Otherwise, if Rudy Gobert's not in the paint, 
he can't do anything for them. So, you know, Donovan Mitchell, Royce O'Neal, uh, they have to play better defense. Mike Conley, and then I guess a mix of Boyan Bogdanovich and Joe Ingles, but both those guys are going to get cooked. And that's why I think this year the Jazz need to think about if they need to make some sort of move to find a defensive guy that can play. You know, last year the Jazz were depending on Joe Ingles and Boyan Bogdanovich in, in the second half in the play, that game six playoff game, and they got absolutely torched. Like the Jazz gave up like a 40 to some, a plus 40 run. It was ridiculous. So the Jazz got to figure out something with their perimeter defense. Absolutely. But Eric Pascoe might do it. Rudy Gay will help. But it's not the complete answer, I don't think. Um, guys, I believe that's everything for tonight. I mean, uh, like I said, let's just hope that Trent Forrest is okay because you hate to see it. And I would like to see Jared Butler next game. Um, if if Trent Forrest isn't out, I'm sure Quinn Snyder is happy to put in uh, Jared Butler, who should come in and should play some minutes and provide just even more scoring punch and maybe a little defense. I'd like to see what Jordan or what uh, Jared Butler can do on the defensive end because it'll be nice. Oh, and by the way, just another nice night for Jordan Clarkson. 50% from the field, 50% from three. Uh, a quiet 50-50-100 night for Jordan Clarkson, who's fantastic. You know, And with that spacing and with a spread out five out lineup with like Eric Pascal at the center, it's fun to think about what uh, Jordan Clarkson can do. And he's shown that he can be just the sixth man of the year and just get buckets and score and help this Jazz team win. So fun stuff, guys. Really exciting. I hope uh, anyone who hasn't subscribed to the channel yet, they do. Uh, like and subscribe to the Hoops Nerd channel. If you want to support the channel, hit the join button below. I think I'm also going to make this a, you know, these are going to be podcasts on the SLC Dunk podcast. So look for that there. Guys, I will talk to you next time. Oh, we forgot almost. No, we can't forget. We've got our all-stars. I almost forgot. Uh, let's see.